You're listening to the Mum Drum Podcast, motherhood to a different beat. Hi, and welcome to the Mum Drum. Here at the Mum Drum, we help expecting and new mums navigate their way through the challenges of pregnancy and motherhood through cosy conversations with experts and mums. Becoming a mum is probably the most monumental identity shift of your life. For many, the experience is one of the most incredible and joyous occasions. For others, it can be really challenging. And for most of us, it's a combination of both. That's why on the Mum Drum, we're going to talk about the important mum stuff that's so often not talked about. Society's expectations versus the realities of being a parent, birth experiences, mood changes before and after birth, the challenges of breastfeeding, your relationship with your body, with your partners, with your family, the work juggle, and so much more. By talking to experts in the field and mums like you, we'll bring you tips and insights to help you realise that you're not alone and that it's okay to do motherhood on your own terms. I'm Dr Nicole Hyatt, psychologist and founder and director of the Centre of Perinatal Excellence, or COPE, and mum of two. And I'm Amy Fellman, clinical psychologist, psychology podcaster and new mum of one. And a really warm welcome to the Mum Drum. So to start with, we thought we'd share a bunch of facts and insights with you from Nicole's research that will give you a really good sense of why we decided to create the Mum Drum in the first place. Nicole, you've spoken to thousands of mums about these issues. What are the kind of major things concerning mums? Oh, Amy, there are so many issues concerning mums right through the whole period from trying to become pregnant, pregnancy itself, the birth, of course, can bring lots of challenges, breastfeeding and the first year of motherhood. There are so many challenges at all the different stages and these vary from one person to another and even from one baby to another. It's different every time. Mm -hmm. So some of the issues, for example, for some is around conception. Having a baby is not straightforward. You know, when you think about it, we spend so much time making sure we don't get pregnant. So we expect as soon as we're ready, it's just gonna happen. Mm. And for many couples that doesn't happen and that puts a huge amount of stress on relationships, finances, every aspect of your life because you're so focused on wanting that baby. Mm. For others the challenge comes a little bit further down the track during pregnancy. Uh, For some pregnancy is a beautiful time, it's a walk in the park, Uh, but for others it is filled with physical and emotional and mental health challenges. Uh, For example, we know that one in five women will experience anxiety during pregnancy and one in 10 will experience depression. Um, So these are often mental health Mm. conditions that we don't realise. And then we've got uh, the postnatal period or birth, well, starting with birth. And for some, you know, you can have the most elaborate birth plans, but things don't go to plan. Mm -hmm. And uh, often then there's this big pressure and feeling like you've failed at birth or you haven't succeeded at birth. Mm. And that can really impact on your beginnings of motherhood. Uh, You feel behind the eight ball before we've even started. And then there's breastfeeding. Um, Again, for some, this just seems to flow and come really easily and naturally. Mm -hmm. For others, it is a huge, huge challenge. So these are just some examples. And of course, every aspect of your life is juggling and managing and trying to keep a balance whilst you're trying to adjust to all these different challenges, which are different for everyone and each time. Wow, there's so many different stages. It's very individual. It's huge, Absolutely. hence why we decided to do the mum drum in the first place. Indeed. <laughs> That's what it's about. You know, you mentioned anxiety, and I always find this quite interesting because there's a lot of focus on postnatal depression, mm-hmm. 
but it's not really talked about the post-anxiety um, experience or even the prenatal anxiety experience. So why is this? What's going on there? And how does anxiety manifest? Look, it's a great question, Amy. And because we do talk about postnatal depression a lot, we know that that's about feeling sad or down or finding it hard to cope during the day. But as a society, we really don't understand the same about anxiety. So to compare it, anxiety is a bit like feeling anxious or worried or uh, stressed all the time, even though there's not really a logical reason for it. Mm -hmm. And this, of course, feels like inner turmoil that you're carrying around with you. And sometimes then you start to look and try and justify why you're feeling these feelings inside. Yeah. And this then becomes a cycle of what we call the cycle of fear or the cycle of anxiety, mm -hmm. which can really start to take over your life. So uh, we know that up to one in five women experience anxiety, both during pregnancy and in the postnatal period. Oh, so that's a lot. It's, it is a lot. a lot. It is. And often people only are aware of postnatal depression. Mm -hmm. So they look up about postnatal depression and think, well, that's not quite right. Uh -huh. But they still haven't got the words to look up antenatal or postnatal anxiety. And that's what it needs. And like depression, it can be really effectively treated and managed. Yeah. Oh, it's... It's interesting, isn't it, how the language that we use can dominate our conversations and other really important things don't get missed because there's no language for them. Exactly. Yeah. How do we know what to Google if we don't know what it's called? Absolutely. <laughs> so we mentioned before society's expectations versus the realities of motherhood. And I know lots of mums that have found it really difficult to talk about this. It's uncomfortable. So what's going on there? Why are those uh, expectations so different? Yes, look, like when you think about it, when you become a mum, yeah. there's no other reference point. It's the first time you've done this. You've never experienced something similar. You've got nothing to compare it to. So what do you look at? You look at things like the advertising on TV, which is all around us. And when you become pregnant, you start to really take notice because you're thinking, what's my future life going to look like? So you start trying to create this new identity and get this visual of what your life's going to be like. And of course, everything in these images is perfect. Mm. So that's what you're expecting is motherhood is going to be like. And uh, so those expectations we put on ourselves, mm. they're there in society. Uh, but then we also then benchmark ourselves against that. And when that is not our experience or not our reality of parenthood, often we can be left feeling like we're failing mm. or we're not good at this or I'm not a natural mother. When that's not the case at all, it's just that we had unrealistic expectations in the first place. Yeah. And that's why we have to have these conversations. That's why we have to have the mum drum so that we can talk about the realities and let people know that everyone goes through challenges. Just because people aren't talking about it or they're not posting it on Facebook, it doesn't mean it's not happening. Mm. Motherhood does come with highs and lows and we need to talk about that and acknowledge it. So do you think that mums generally feel well supported? Look, I think that really varies. Yeah. I think uh, it varies from person to person. It varies uh, based on your own, what you want to emanate you are as a mother yeah. and how you're trying to create that identity and also the portrayal of you as a mother. Mm. So I think it depends on how much you're putting up that up, that you yeah. accept and acknowledge support around you, mm. or how much others might feel that you need support. Mm. But being more open and honest about the realities will give us a lot more opportunity for others to realise, hey, when we might need support, but also acknowledging ourselves that we might need support, rather than trying to portray and live up to these ideals, yeah. which we've created as a result of those expectations <laughs> that we started with in the first place. Oh, gosh. So being more open and honest, and that's really coming back to 
your core of, of who you are um, as a person and as a mum, yeah, like that mother kind of instinct that I think we often lose when we read so many books. Absolutely. Like we read all the books and we think, well, here's the template. This is yeah. what it's going to be like. Yeah. And of course, by doing that, it probably makes us feel a little bit more secure because we've got like the instructions and we've got a sense of what we're going in for. But of course, that can be blown out of the water on any day at any time. Yeah. Uh, but just acknowledging that everyone's experience is different and challenges are part of the course. That's yes. a big part of starting the journey. Yeah, that's a huge part, huge. So you are incredibly passionate about these issues, as am I. You started COPE, the Centre of Perinatal Excellence. Why? I did, Amy, because look, one of the reasons was these issues aren't being spoken about yeah. openly and honestly. Mm -hmm. So that's number one, is yeah. to start the conversation. The other thing is that we know that a lot of mental health problems like anxiety or depression or stress in pregnancy or having a baby is largely exacerbated by the fact that we have these hopes and expectations. We also have high levels of stigma when it comes to these illnesses. Mm. And I think although there is stigma around mental illness more broadly, this has sort of got a double whammy when it comes to motherhood and parenthood because the expectations are so high. Yeah. And this is exactly why we started COPE, to start talking about the realities. And also people are looking for information that's very specific to this stage of life. Uh, so you're going to be looking at everything through this le new lens mm. of being pregnant or being a mother. Mm. So it's very important that we position the information in that way, that people are going to be looking for it, and then be able to give really helpful tips and strategies that are relevant to this context mm. of being a mum. We can't separate the fact that you're a mum too. So were there some personal challenges uh, that you bring to this or, or what has been, I guess, the greatest challenge for you in your journey so far? Mm, look, like many in different parts of the journey, I've had two children, have been, the, the challenges have been a little bit different with both. Yeah. Um, conception wasn't quite straightforward, certainly nothing that some people go through, but it wasn't as straightforward as I thought it was going to be. And then there was, um, for my second child, the, the, the birth wasn't quite as I expected or didn't go quite to plan. Mm -hmm. And I remember how that really impacted me in a way that I never thought it might. Mm -hmm. So that was um, quite a big, a big issue. Um, I think for me personally, uh, the loneliness that came with motherhood and the isolation mm -hmm. was probably the greatest challenge. I had um, all my um, family lives in over, over East, uh -huh. uh, on the other side of the country, and my husband's family is all overseas. So having a baby, it was suddenly very isolating, especially mm -hmm. when I'd been so involved with my work. Mm -hmm. And I found the boredom and the loneliness and the isolation of motherhood probably the most challenging. What about you as a new mum of one? What have you found the most challenging? <laughs> I'm kind of right in it, actually. Yeah, that's right. In the thick of it. Actually, just getting here today is a big tip. Um, no, I was reflecting on this and early on in my pregnancy, um, I had some physical issues mm -hmm. that meant that I sat in a kind of a high risk category. Mm -hmm. So during my pregnancy, um, I was managing that. So I was trying to maintain my, my life uh, as, a, as a working person, as a partner, as a friend, as a, mm -hmm. you know, party goer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Whatever Still it is. Still had it in you. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I was carrying that the entire time as well. I really felt like everything I did could potentially put me at risk. Mm -hmm. um, so that was just a constant kind of thing that was gnawing away at me and that, that impacts you. Mm, and then you feel so fragile, you know, and your little baby 
feel so fragile. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so that was um, before having my son. Um, afterwards, definitely the change of pace. I've reflected and I've realised that my whole life prior was very much about striving. Mm -hmm. You know, it was mm -hmm. all about just the next step. How can I move forwards? How can I achieve more? Mm -hmm. And yet the kind of mum that I really want to be is someone who is really slow and, and present mm -hmm. and, and engaged. Mm -hmm. You can't move quickly with a baby, you know. They don't move at that pace. That's true. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> so I've had to find a comfortability with finding the balance of those two things. Um, so, you know, that's been a bit about kind of thinking about my values, like where I really want to be in, um, in, as a mum and as, as a person in all the other areas of my life. And like you were sort of saying before, every day it's just a journey of acceptance, mm -hmm. you know. Um, and the more I've noticed that I can accept and sit back, um, the more joy I, I've mm -hmm. been able to sort of let in um, and go with the flow. Yeah. Um, but that's been a challenge. And it's almost like those two identities coming together and having space to come together, totally. to still be both part of you and who you are today as Absolutely. a mum. Yeah. Yeah. I think about all that stuff, um, those challenges, and then if I think about, well, you know, what do I hope, what do we hope people get from the mum drum? And for me, I think it really is about getting back in touch with your gut sense, your mother instinct. Because we know a lot more than what we think we do. Mm -hmm. And we can get so distracted by everything that's available to us. Um, so I really hope that people will seek support and information when they need it, but also start to feel confident again and accept themselves that, that we actually know a bit of stuff yeah. because we're women and, and we're mums and it's in us. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, look, I, for me, I think the Mum Drum is going to be a fantastic platform to really raise awareness and provide mm. valuable insights that people just say, I wish someone told me. I wish I knew what I knew now, you know, that now that I, I wish I knew it then, yeah. but no one told me. Yeah. Um, so that's where um, I think the mum drum is going to be a great asset for many people. Um, and it gives an opportunity to also realise that you're not the only one struggling. Just because no one's talking about it, it doesn't mean it's not happening. It is. Uh, but by being open and honest, we can really support each other yeah. and realise that we're not alone and we're, we're doing this journey with a whole lot of people. Yeah. Love it. You've been listening to the Mum Drum Podcast. Watch or listen at mumdrum.org.au.